Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. But it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask him to stop, he'll start shit. I'm talking sports to politics to back and forth. They plead the fifth, and now I'm coming back from one. Ring, ring, really big ring. Basquiat with the crowny thing. With the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down as the coach kings. I saw a funny uh, meme on, I think it was Twitter, maybe Instagram, of uh, Lena Waithe and Halle Berry. Uh, apparently oh, yeah. they presented, and it was like, yo, this is what it looked like when uh, your auntie bring her special friend to Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like, this is my friend. This is my friend. Yeah. That ain't your friend. Y'all fucking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty much the Thanksgiving episode. It is. Uh, that is oh, the Thanksgiving yeah. episode of that, because uh, like she keeps bringing over those friends. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I that's so weird to me, though, is that parent, there are parents that still do that. like That bring a special friend over? Or just, like, try to hide it. Like, the kids don't know what's up. Like, I always knew what was, what was up as a kid. Like, I was just like, I know who this person is. No matter if it was, like, gay or hetero or anything like that. Anytime, like, my aunt. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before my aunt was married, my Uncle Wilkins would come over to the apartment where we were watching movies. He'd come over every Saturday. <laughs> and then he would be like, and then she'd be like, oh, I have to walk him to his car. And then they would just leave. And then my dad would be like, you know, they're just good friends. You know? and, all that. and I'm like, nah, nigga, they clearly going to make out or some shit like right. that. Like, I know what's going on. I watch Cinemax. Yeah. They like, go in the Cinemax together. Going to Cinemax. They gone for 30 minutes, his car down the street. Like, right. what's going on? Right. Like, <laughs> I used to hate that shit when... Especially this is, this happens a lot with religious families. It probably happens mostly with religious families, where like a girl I was dating, whenever her parents would introduce us, it's like, "Well, this is so and so, and this is her friend Jackie's." Yeah, and I'm like, and like, nah. This is the eighth time I didn't met them, man. They yeah. know I ain't no damn friend. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and one, one, you know, what I'm saying, you get. You know, saying mad at your girl or or whoever, and just be like, "Yo, I am not your friend." Yeah. Yo, I am over here all the time. Yeah. I am supporting you emotionally, financially. <laughs> I, am, I am hearing about everything. I need you to introduce me as who I am. Absolutely. Yeah. You'd be like, "All right, all right," and then you still be like, "This is my friend, mother." <laughs> that happened it. to me when I went to Michigan to hang out with my ex fiance. They were like, "This is her friend." I'm like, "Nigga, I am Engaged. in a state <laughs> right that I do not know <laughs> out here." Spend a night at your house. I am not a fucking friend. Right. That's crazy. Yeah, it's insane, dude. Why do people? I don't really. It's just the implication that they fucking. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's, that's it. it. That's all. Like that's all. It just, that's all it is. They just dude. don't want to think about that. <laughs> they just don't want to think about that. They don't want to think because you can't fuck your friends. You can only fuck. You only supposed to fuck people you married to. But if you gonna sin from that, mm-hmm. then at least y'all got to be in a relationship. You know what else is weird? Is on the reverse of that is, I've. It's crazy to me that like when I went to Anna's, that they were just like, "Oh yeah, kick it in her room." That mm-hmm. was weird to me personally, because oh, like, I'm not. My mama would be like, "She's staying in a hotel. Yeah, <laughs> right? She's not staying in the house at all. She ain't even coming. <laughs> she ain't yeah. even, y'all can Facetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all if, can fa- if anybody gonna be fucking in here, it's gonna be me. Yep, ain't nobody fucking close. Open that goddamn door. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. what? It's weird, man. I I remember with Jess, this was a long ass time ago too. This was. Shit, maybe 10 or so years ago. But we went to my cousin's house. And my cousins made us, like, sleep separately. <laughs> what? Like, 
like, yo, man, at this point, we was only in our early 20s. But I'm like, man, if y'all don't get the fuck out of here, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a grown-ass man, dude. I pay rent. <laughs> hey, hey, when you hit him with that grown-ass man, be like, hey, man, I'm a grown-ass man. Like, yeah. hey, y'all ain't paying none of my bills. They like, well, uh, you right, but uh, I just don't want that to happen in my house. So yeah. you like, what you, what you think I'm going to do? What you think we're going to do when we leave here? Yeah, man, I ain't going to fuck. I mean, like, we might, but I ain't gonna, like, be loud. <laughs> See, I don't know, bro. I kind of, but I kind of get it, though, because when Elise was up here, right, my little brother was up here, he was looking at, like, a, he had a job interview, and he was looking to see if he was gonna move here. I found out that he had a girl staying with him in his hotel, and I got Come mad. On, you got mad? I got mad, bro, because, Yo, like, he was just like, oh, what? yeah, mom and dad got me a hotel, because they thought, because he was supposed to road trip with his friend up here. Right. So him and his boy were supposed to come up here, but then they didn't, and his yeah. boy didn't. And then he, I was just like, well, you don't have to use the hotel. Like, just cancel the hotel. And he's like, oh, they're not letting me cancel it. That's what he kept saying. <laughs> he's like, I called them, and they're not letting me nah. cancel it. Nah. And I was like, all right, then I guess just stay there if you got to stay there. He's like, yeah, I think I'll stay there. And then I called him one time, and I heard this girl laughing in the back. I said, hey, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Yo, mark this. Minute, minute 530 is the moment. Edgar finally became old as fuck. Oh. <laughs> I said, who the fuck is that, bro? <laughs> Welcome to this side, nigga. <laughs> I was mad, dog. Edgar I was probably mad looked at himself in the mirror and he started looking and be like, I got a motherfucking wrinkle in my face. <laughs> God damn. I'm old. My brother's young. <laughs> but come on, he's 19 years old. You know I mean, what I'm saying? Let that, like, man, let that man get his nah, ass, that's man. You, you man. and your... Listen, listen. <laughs> He, there is no way he is not listening to you, and he's listening to his woman. That's right. She's like, baby, I am too old to be staying with your brother. And he like, you know what, baby, I ain't fucking my brother. That's right. It's, That's more, true. it's more to relationships true. than true. just fucking. It's true. But true. still, when it all comes down to when that man and that woman in that bed, he's just like. Edgar, I love you, but uh, at the end of the day, but nineteen though, you know what I'm saying? Like at nineteen, what? we all getting hotel rooms with your partners. 19? I mean, I was fucking at fourteen, so yeah, was, but you <laughs> wasn't getting a hotel room. You was sneaking in the house. You was, yo, I got a, I got one of them four hour hotels. Yeah, four hour. What's the four hour? Tell me about this four hour hotel. It's basically just for, for. I'm from Chicago. Oh, you from Chicago? Okay. It's basically just a hotel you go to fuck. <laughs> it's, yeah, dude. It's 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 a yeah. hotel you can rent hourly. Uh, you can either rent it like hourly or like hour block, like four hour block. That's disgusting. Twenty dollars. We rented it for like four hours. Yeah, I don't get diseases, bro. That don't we be messing around with those hotels. Twenty dollars for an hour. You walk in, you get that two hours. You walk in, you pull them sheets off the bed, <laughs> you turn the TV on, all the porn you ever want to watch, and then y'all just fuck. They got a jacuzzi bath. You never get in the shower. <laughs> nah, don't get in, don't get in the jacuzzi. Don't either. don't get in the jacuzzi. The motherfuckers are just cesspools. <laughs> yes, that, <laughs> things nasty and dirty, dude. That's where you. Catch the Take shit. Your Is it one of them hotels that be like, we have HBO? Is it yeah, one of those one ones of those. that you don't yes. talk about? <laughs> I, honestly, hot tip, bring your own sheet too. If, bring you, your if, own you, sh- if you know you go, if it ain't a spur in the moment, you know like, I'm about to plant. This is for all the people who are under the age of 21 who listen to Coach <laughs> Get a place, man. Wait till you get a place, bro, because I don't know, especially because I think back in college, uh, I went to a very christian school like i told you also we weren't allowed in the girls dorms and it always hits me like you know when i'm like chilling with honor or something like that or even with my friends smoking weed the kind of crazy places i'd like smoke weed and have sex like we would like break into the chemistry lab (laughs) (laughs) y'all break into the chemistry lab just to be like y'all some bad motherfuckers because like like, you can't stop kids i mean that's what like that's the moral of the stories like if kids are gonna do something they're gonna do it there was also a tree in front of the science building that had a hollowed out trunk that kids were going to and set a little blanket and fuck. Yeah, Uh, Music music rooms, like the piano practice rooms, that was a hot spot too. Me and this girl in high school like ditched the last period of high school (laughs) 
and the last period of the school day and went I don't know where the fuck we went. We just ended up between two people's houses. <laughs> we just kept walking until we yeah. couldn't walk no more yeah. Yeah. and was in between two people's That's houses. That's so desperate, man. That is that we is fucked, that, though. <laughs> we fucked outside. That's so I'm, desperate. Like man. it was very oh, stupid. That's like, desperate, man. It's very I mean, I was 17 years old. I yeah, know, but I, was, I I think we should wait, bro, because let's be honest, it wasn't like it was great sex like No, nah, it was mean? bad like, sex. Yeah, like, she yeah. she talked shit about me the next day at school. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I was mad, dude. We almost, I like, I was mad. It's a, it's a lot of bad sex that goes on when yeah. you like just starting to like figure shit out. Yeah. You're like, I don't know how to do this, and then it's just like it's that one girl. I remember her name was Shanika. Shanika Matthew, you know she from the hood. <laughs> she from mm-hmm. Shanika Matthew, boy. When I say she turned me out, Shanika. and I'm just like, this is what sex is supposed to be. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I was 18, going right into college. I was like, all right, all right, you know what I'm saying. But yeah, it's just useless fucking. So kids, let uh, Daddy Edgar tell you, you know, what I'm saying? just Since wait. You yeah, there, there we go. Just wait, bro. It's not because, like, <laughs> honestly, it's not good sex. I'm not out here trying to be like. It ain't gonna be good sex if you wait till 24, <laughs> too. I'm not saying that you gotta wait, but like, what I'm saying is like the spaces and the the comfortability and the options and the education that uh, you can have. If, like, don't be out here fucking in porta potties and shit feel, <laughs> like that. I feel like I feel like this is the message that Edgar gave his brother when he I called know. you to say, "I'm staying with my girl." <laughs> Edgar just be like, his old voice came on. Just wait, boy. Just wait. <laughs> Started smoking some Newports. Edgar, when you smoke Newports. Some Newports. <laughs> Newports. Some Newport lights. Newports. Oh, man. Oh, nah, boy. don't wait. Get don't wait. I'm not, saying, I'm not trying to shame anybody. If you're out there, they're doing you, doing you. Do you. But also, like, it's not great. And you're not having nah, fun. It's, it's the same thing with, great. like, smoking weed. Like, man, I smoked weed so poorly and wasted so much weed when I was young. I yeah. wasted so much weed, too. Like just, just being like, just just I, I wouldn't even inhale, and I was just like, yeah, you be yep, like, you yep. just get it in your mouth, and you be mm-hmm. like, I mean, I can't, I don't know if y'all y'all can't see this shit. But I know what you, you mean. You know what yeah, you just, just puffing it like because you, you don't you don't know what you're doing. You don't know, you know what, what you're saying. Doing. I mean, the first time I smoked is extremely different from the first time I got high. Yeah, mm. like the first time you smoked, the first time I smoked, I was you know you want and I wasn't inhaling. Yeah, and you you still get a little buzz. Yeah, but it's just you ain't inhaling. But the first time like. I smoked with the niggas, <laughs> and they was like, "Nigga, you better hold that damn shit in your chest." Yeah, uh, and then they show you, yo, man, yeah. I tweaked so fucking hard. <laughs> bro, bro, the so first time hard. I smoked too. The first time I smoked because you know what I'm saying I went to like an all white white school where I was the only like black kid in mm-hmm. every class each year. So, so I, I remember it was West University. You know what I'm saying? Like just all white. And I remember a childhood friend, Allen. He's just, hey man, you want to smoke some weed? I ain't know what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? Just smoking a little yeah. weed. But like you said, when I smoked with the niggas, I remember in the apartment, boy, I tweaked so hard. <laughs> I'm tweaking, man. I told I, I told my homeboy, KG, uh, I was like, yo, if I don't make it to the NFL, it's your fault. Mm. And I was just, <laughs> I was just You know, I played ball in college. Right, right, right. And I was like, man, I was just, I tweaked so hard. Never forget it. But that's what I'm saying. Also, the thing is that we would smoke so much that we like get incapacitated. I, yeah. That's a waste of weed, man. Like, yeah. now I'm adult enough to be like, I only need like one or two oh, yeah. bong hits and I can go and you hang out. But like your friends yeah. would be like, come on, keep smoking, keep smoking, you pussy. And I'm like, you know, you keep smoking until you were so high, you just sat on that couch and not did a damn. That's a waste of good weed, and bro. Got, I, the first time I got su- <laughs> I'll never forget this. First time I got super high. The three things I remember the most 
is I did a Ricky Ricardo laugh for about 30 fucking minutes. <laughs> and I could not stop. Can you do it? Right nah, now? I mean, it was a high laugh. I thought it was like, I, I thought I was laughing like Eddie Guerrero, which is a wrestler. <laughs> yeah. But like yeah. in retrospect. Lie, cheat, steal, baby. Yeah. yeah. In retrospect, I was laughing like Ricky Ricardo. <laughs> uh, then I made my friend Pippin Jordan carry me to the crib. Like I had after the flu game. Your friend. Oh, after, oh okay, after, yeah. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> fucking, like I was dying. Yeah. And then I drank an entire fucking three gallon jug of water. Waste, bro. Okay. What a waste. What a it waste. It was awful. I, I, I'm not. I don't want anyone to think I'm out here being like, kids, be good and restrict y'all. I'm just saying, nah, nigga, you're getting old. Just be. <laughs> just enjoy it. Like enjoy it and be smart. I don't know, man. It, there's so much fun ways to enjoy things that I think, like even alcohol, bro. Alejandro and I. Do you know what we used to do? We used to buy uh, Smirnoff vodka, oh, the flavored the ones, because the they worst. were $10 at Safeway if you had the Vons card. Yeah. So we would go to Safeway, we would buy them for $10, and that would be our drink. That's Alejandro sad. would have one. We'd be like, like my mom my mom would be like, I put $20 in your account for the week. And, then, and I'd be like, thank you, mom. And like, and I would go down to Safeway, and I would buy Alejandro a you bottle, and I would buy me a bottle. And shit. then we would walk around the party drinking Smirnoff vanilla. It's the worst, dude. Y'all was weak as fuck. Y'all thought y'all was cool, too. Yeah. This is those nasty-ass flavored vodkas, bro. This Just be terrible. like drinking them and then waste. A waste of liquor. Yeah, first like, I vomit in most of it. I was drinking Bacardi Silvers <laughs> in high school. Disgusting. And Smirnoff Isis. Ugh. Woo, the motherfuckers is disgusting. This is just nothing but sugar. <laughs> you just burping most of the time. It was terrible, dude. I was, I was drinking uh, fucking my first drink. Uh, it was beer. It was fucking Corona. Oh, it was that's Corona. Good. That's and, a good and we, drink. We, you know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. know what the shit was. I'm like, yeah, man, let me drink this Corona. I'm like, yeah. this shit nasty, but I'm about everybody else drunk. Yeah. So right. I'm about to get drunk. Exactly, exactly. Like, what is this? But then how many of it takes you to get drunk? You know what I'm saying? Three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, I remember, nigga. Three at 19. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, oh, man. Man, I was just shit. saying, just you know, it's way you. more fun when you have the facilities to have the fun with it. You know okay, what I'm saying? All right, That's all, all right. I'm trying to say. You. That's all I'm saying. So if wait till college. If there's any 15 year old out here listening to this, I'm just saying, like you know, you can have more fun when you know what the fuck you're doing. So you saying either wait till college or wait till you out the crib? Yeah, I'll just where you can have fun. Or right. or tweet Edgar, he'll give you some fatherly advice, and, <laughs> and he will let you know what's going on, kid. <laughs> Edgar is about to be uh, America's dad to all. The no, people. I'm not interested in that position. I'm not interested in that position. Edgar no, Blazier, new I'm not America's interested. dad. I don't want to be America's dad, and I don't want to buy NBC. <laughs> Welcome to Culture King. Yeah. I'm not interested. Jackie's here. Edgar to my right. Y'all hear another voice in the room. Homeboy, the homie. He specifically told me to introduce him as the next Lena Way. <laughs> What's up? Uh, <laughs> you did it. Uh, give it up for Shoney Francis, man. What's hey, up, brother? What's up, y'all? What's up, doing, man? man? Thanks for coming for on, having man. Me. Thank you. This is great. You guys are fucking dope as shit. Thank man. you, dude. Like, Thank you so much. Uh, I met you like a few years ago. Like it's weird, man, because you you always remember like the first black people you meet in L.A. <laughs> yeah, uh, for you honestly do, and I and everybody you always remember like the first time, especially if they're you you're black or a person of color, and you meet other people of color in these white spaces we live in in the mm -hmm. comedy world, especially. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I can't remember. Yeah, I do remember where it was. It was uh, when. Cleveland won the NBA Finals. We all went, me, you, Carl, uh, a couple other people, all went to watch yeah. at a bar, Game 7. 
Yeah, where that I was, forget where it was. Uh, was that in in Silver Lake? Probably, it was, yeah, it was somewhere like that. And it was like it was like a, it was mm. a whole bunch of us. Yeah, it was a whole bunch of us. Mm-hmm. We got to watch the bitch ass Cavaliers win. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Carl was as happy as I've ever seen Carl <laughs> in my life to watch. Let me tell you, to watch Carl watch LeBron James win a championship Carl, is insane. Carl, the, Carl is literally on cloud nine. That LeBron is like in. In LA right now, he yeah. is he is LeBron's number one supporter. Like, I was like he ain't even yeah. from LA. He ain't even from. He ain't I, even from LA. I mean, it's he not even from Cleveland either though. <laughs> he ain't even from Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. either. He's uh, but like uh, I remember when uh, LeBron signed to LA, I was on the plane with him coming back from DCM, and this mm-hmm. nigga got up out of his seat and came down to where I was sitting and was like, he coming to LA, Edgar, he coming to LA. And <laughs> <laughs> just yelled at me, bro. I was just minding my own business. And he came and yelled at me. And I was yeah, like, all so right, funny. for sure, man. Like, yeah, I, 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 okay, I remember meeting you at a, at, at a, at a, an improv school. Are we allowed to say improv schools? On here? Yeah, you can <laughs> say I, re- that. I really don't want to, you know, no, like, you can promote say that. because they ain't paying me. You, know? <laughs> no, I feel you, you can say feel whatever me? you want, bro. So, all right. So, uh, there was an improv school, uh, Second City, Hollywood. And I remember we were upstairs and then uh, uh, at them uh, at the top of the steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember seeing you and talking to you because you were on a, a another team. Some uh, team, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, Five Beta Negro. Five Beta Negro. Yeah, five yeah, beta. yeah, yeah. At first, I hated that name. I was like, who's <laughs> these niggas talking about Five Beta Negro? Now y'all got white people saying, give it up for Five Beta Negro. I'm like, <laughs> y'all got these white people saying, Negro. I'm sitting in there mad and shit. I'm like, all right, all right, these niggas pretty good. Like, all right, I guess so. Yeah, that was always my favorite thing was to watch the white team or the white white host of these teams have Save, to fucking say our name. Yeah. At DCM, we did a we did a show at DCM uh, a couple years ago. At the DC Beast, right? At the Beast, yeah. It was a fun show, man. But the fucking like you heard the pause. It was like give it up for Phi Beta, uh, and we just came out and it was like Phi Beta Negro. Yeah. <laughs> she did not want to say yo, that yo, at all. Yo. I'm on a team right now called Black People, and just to see when white people stutter. Over that, like Negro or Black people, just like give it up for Phi Beta. They look around, yeah. they take that look. They like it's it it it's, it's all the right. name. It's yeah, the it's name. the name, bro. Say it. You gave it to us. <laughs> Say it. And they just like Phi Beta Negro, and they like, oh my god, this is the worst part. You got you just got a white host just feeling bad the whole yeah. entire time. It's very funny. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I mean, I don't know. I know that it's like us kind of taking over it, and like you know bringing the power back to it. But I do think it's very fun to make them uncomfortable. And maybe that's just me, but I love making white people uncomfortable. I did this bit recently <laughs> where... Uh, me too. I <laughs> I did this bit recently because I was performing at a character show. And if y'all know me at all, I don't do characters. I'm not. But my friend really wanted me to do it. So the bit I came up with was that I lost my voice. And it was supposed to be like a show where your thing had to be about history. So I was like, oh, I lost my voice. Can somebody help me read this thing for me? Like, I'll give mm-hmm. you the note cards and read it. And it was the history of slavery. And then oh. I picked the whitest nigga there <laughs> and had him read the cue cards for me and all this shit. And then, like, at one point, he was just like, and the worst part about it was that they would call us. And then he looked at me and I was like, 
He was like, he's like, he's like, he's like, come on, he's like, bro, he's like, no. I was like, please, please, I can't speak. Can you please read what's on the card? I can't live with this. I gotta go to sleep. I gotta get on Facebook. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think it's because it's like very funny. And and the way that I justify it, because someone will ask me like, why do you always like to kind of do jokes like that? It's like I spend so much of my life uncomfortable in their spaces. Why not take the one opportunity where when I get to make them uncomfortable on their own grounds? Mm-hmm. Why not mm-hmm. take that one shot? You know what I'm saying? Like I, so much of a, especially when you're doing comedy and improv. Like how many scenes we've been in that's about Star Wars and Mine Star Trek and musicals and all this shit, shit that I don't know a thing about. I mean, hold up on like, musicals though. But I'm not but like you know. <laughs> I and this know is coming from a dream girl. But this is coming from a Carlton Banks type nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm in a lot of those spaces, but still, like so much shit, shit. I'm like, I don't know anything about this. So if I can have that one opportunity to put them on the spot, I'm gonna mm-hmm. take it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, man. Uh, but going back, but yeah, but I remember just talking to you and then. And then this is when I was like, just like creating a lot of shit, and and like you was doing something, like like you just funny, and I remember just talking to you, be like, yo man, what you do for work, and like all this, you was like, man, I'm looking for a job or or something. It was something that you was looking for, and I was like, hey man, send me your shit because I know this company that I work for is looking for something, and I remember. Just, I just thought that you were like talented and, and no, funny, you, you know what I'm saying? But appreciate that. Looks like you didn't need my help, my nigga. Look at <laughs> yeah. you now. Yeah, nigga, I didn't hit you up. <laughs> you didn't uh, hit me. Damn, I'm, bro. I'm joking. Damn. I'm joking. Nigga. I'm joking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, nah, but thank you, dude. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. man. Uh, yo, you people. We bring a lot of people on here, man. We bring a lot of fun people on here, but people need to. If nobody knows who the fuck you are, they need to know who the fuck oh, you man. are, man. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Man. You funny as shit, man. You doing a lot of cool shit at Second City. Uh, and just throughout the whole fucking city, man. What uh, what you got going on, brother? Oh man, uh, shit. As of right now, I uh, just finished uh, producing my movie. We just got distribution, hey. so we looking mm-hmm. like Redbox and, and okay. like it's called Addicted to You, classic nice. uh, rom com. It is uh, it is built for the white people. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> okay, man. So <laughs> hey, I, man, make I, your money, bro. I, hey, man, like like I wrote it and and it's it's uh, you know what I'm saying when I say it's built for white people, but you know what I'm saying we just have a white lead. Right. That's all, you know what I'm saying. We right. just got a white That's male all you lead. Need. That's all you That's need. All you need. No white male lead, but but you know what I'm saying. Besides that, we got like just like a beautiful, diverse cast. Like we had, nice. uh, like our crew was 60 percent women. You know hey. what I'm saying. Our producer, uh, you know what I'm saying. Uh, shout out to Rebecca. She's uh, you guys will know her, but she's dope. Uh, we just got distribution, so we'd be like Redbox, because Redbox is going streaming now. Yeah. Nice. nice. Yeah. And, nice. And, 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 it's about time. Yeah, and in, like in airplanes <laughs> yeah. and shit. Oh, uh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, and uh, some some other shit that I, that I did with uh, Blavity. Blavity is, uh, I know, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Blavity. That's when mm-hmm. I first heard of you, was uh, Lacey would be like, hey, yo, this dude Choney over at Blavity, you got to fuck with him. And I would like, you know, I'll send you my shit, you know. Yeah. You, you never respond to them no, emails, no, but it's no, all. No, no, <laughs> I've been trying to work with your ass for a while since you left BuzzFeed. That's true, that's true. I, that I is heard, true. I no, heard yeah. about your ass when yeah. you left BuzzFeed. Because, because, matter of fact, Paul told me about you. Paul was just like, yo, you need to get with Edgar because yeah. Edgar's about to leave BuzzFeed. I remember I was like, well, who's this nigga? And then I saw, I was just like, oh, this nigga's black. Oh, this yeah. is a real black. <laughs> this nigga got the hair. I was like, you know, BuzzFeed is still, you know, pretty much white. Yeah, you know? very much so, yeah. Very much white. And, yeah. you know, and I was like, who is this nigga? And this is when when Quinta was just about to, like, she was in that stage. So, yeah. so so you was in, in, in the world, yeah. in space with, with, like, Quinta. Yeah, and it I, was. It was yeah. like a weird time at BuzzFeed when they like we think that they made a mistake based off our first names, but they had like eight, nine black interns. 
Really? really? Yeah, it was like me, uh, Kuala Lenny, which is like straight up black queen, uh, yeah. Salorm, Duran, Dar- uh, Kevin. Y'all know Kevin Trestman, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's like that's like straight up so many black interests. But yeah, you're right. I do remember emailing you. We were emailing back and forth about like it's on Facebook. You were doing those sketches. You were doing yeah, those blavity yeah. sketches. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just trying to work because because you know it's just like a black space and and like like blavity you know really gave me like creative control of what I can do. They were just like, yo, go go make your shit because this is when when I was doing a play. Uh, not a play, but uh, a review at Second City called Afros and Ass Whoopings. That's well, such a such a great show. I really do hope that they give it another run because yeah. that was a really good fucking yeah, show. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, man. yeah, bro. Shout out to uh, Dwayne for creating that shit. And uh, but but yeah, so uh, so they came. They're like, "Yo, you got full creative control. Create your shit." And I just was like, "All right, well, let me do some some all black shit." So I uh, so I so I created Black in the Office. Mm-hmm. This is like in 2017. Just it's not it's not the office. But it's just about about like how when black people have a space, yeah, like like we usually when all black people are together, we don't talk about like we we don't talk about the shit that you think we would normally talk about, like yeah. like like all the shit that's going on where where uh, this when when like Trump had just got into office. We didn't talk about Trump. We wasn't. No. We was just like it was another day at work. Yeah, we was just like, <laughs> yeah. we don't care. Like this yeah. shit don't affect us. We always been held down. So yeah. now, so now y'all, y'all, you know, white people gonna f- know what it's like to feel oppressed. Like in and like and like the shit that you can't do. And so, so that, so I created a, a pilot, and uh, we. I don't know if this is gonna be announced uh, soon, but. We uh, just got uh, a word that like YouTube is gonna partner with Blavity and like fuck yeah, dude. And like and like, oh, and, shit. like and like like that's gonna be breaking one of the news. Yeah, that's gonna be one of the things. Please stop that sound effect. That's a breaking news sound effect. It does not sound like breaking news. Yeah, man, that's gonna be one of the things that they're pushing. I've been like fighting for this art for like two years. Like, like I, I, I got the footage and I went and I, I finished editing it yeah. and, and just creating, cause it was just sitting on the shelf and I was just like, hey man, can I get it? Or like I finished it, took took the art in my own hands. Cause at the end of the day, you know, I'm, I'm an artist. Like I'm a create, you know, I'll, like I just want to see my name because uh, on the credits or, or wherever, because that thing will get me my next thing, 100%, you know? And, and instead of like waiting for somebody to be like, hey, like do this. I'm like, man, you gotta push for your art, man. You gotta yeah. always, always push for your art, push for your creativity, yeah. and push for your 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 integrity your in integrity and your responsibility to create. And like, you know what I'm saying? We got some really dope people like Lacey's in it. Yeah, I remember Ron- that. Londell's in Londell, it. Londell, yeah. Paul's in it. Uh uh Cynthia Luciette's in it. Like I got a uh fucking um uh Billy Sorrell's in it. Like I got I got like just a lot of funny people. Yeah, and, yeah. and then when I was writing it, I just made the jokes evergreen. So man, YouTube, come through, man. Come <laughs> yeah, yeah. through, YouTube. Well, I got a question for you, Tony. I got yeah. a question for you, but I'm gonna ask you about it yeah. after the break. Okay. All right, so we back on Culture Kings. Uh, Tony, uh, there's something that I've always known about you that I really respect is that you're a self-starter. Mm. You're not someone who waits for the opportunity to come to you. You're going to do it yourself. Uh, I think that's something, like, especially because, you know, talking about my brother, uh, what well, he was trying to move out here, and 
Look, I'm going to call this nigga fake right now because I'll tell <laughs> y'all why. It's not happening. You want to know why it's not happening? I thought it was happening. Because my parents gave him that Haitian promise where they said, if you stay in, if you stay in Texas, we will buy you a Tesla in 2020. A Tesla? And, and then the nigga, the nigga, nigga said, I'm and the nigga said, I'm staying. And I said, you dumb I was going to say, no, it ain't. Yeah, they ain't buying you no damn exactly. Tesla. Oh, they ain't buying no Tesla? No, they're not buying a nigga Tesla, bro. My dad used to do that shit to me all the time, bro. And that nigga fell for it. If you stay in Texas... We will buy you a house. Yeah, and then you'd be like, all right, I'm going to stay. And then they're like, nah, nigga, they didn't buy you shit, nigga. Yeah. You fell for that shit. I was happy for him. <laughs> I was going to say I stay, Trody. nigga. No, that's right. He got played, bro. He yeah. ain't had no damn Tesla. So he and texted also, me. He said, UTRGV 2020. And I said, nigga, you a fool. <laughs> yeah. What, you a damn fool. Do you, all right. I ain't trying to get into your family no, finances. No, but they definitely can't buy this nigga okay. no Tesla, <laughs> bro. Get into my family finances. They playing to buy this nigga a Tesla. They couldn't afford to get him an apartment out here and that's why he wasn't moving this nigga think he don't get a Tesla in 2020 <laughs> nigga I know where I'm from you don't gotta be like, I'm not ashamed bro I know what family I grew up in nigga when oh, oh man that shit made me miss it. but he and was he like he kept asking oh, fell for it so hard but he kept being like how do I get an apartment and I'm like I was like look at least at some point you have to do this shit on your own like mm-hmm. I can't yeah. lead you through it and I feel like you have such a good sense of like how to do that for yourself like you know what I'm saying like yeah. you you go and you made this movie. You didn't wait and like, you go, I'm going to pitch it to Netflix. I'm going to pitch You're like, I'm going to make the movie first and then I'll worry about where I put it later and stuff yeah. like that. Where do you think that sense came from? And like, how did you develop that? Um, <clears throat> one, I mean, uh, playing ball. Like, like, yeah. like I, I do owe a lot of who I am to the game of football. You yeah. know, being from Texas. You know, from yeah, Houston. Yeah, of course, you know, of course. What up, H-Town? You know, uh, okay. yeah, yeah, you mm-hmm. know, like, like, like being... Uh, because everybody everybody needs a team like mm-hmm. it's like you need a team but sometimes but sometimes duh, the team ain't working man <laughs> yeah. the team is not working and 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 like you got to you got to have a little bit of arrogance you got to mm-hmm. have you know what I'm saying you got to like like know that that if people tell you no you got to push through those no's cuz especially in 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 LA everybody going to tell you no that's right you got yeah. to mm-hmm. believe in your creativity you got to mm-hmm. watch a lot of shit you got to be inspired like I watched the shit out of Spike Lee. I love Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. I love Spike Lee. Yeah. I love I love Edgar Wright. Like I love all the like I'm reading. I'm reading about people who have like literally like pushed, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, through like the boundaries and, and and said uh like, yo, I can't take no for an answer. Yeah. And 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 you literally have to navigate and like you can't listen to family. Yeah. You can, family family is the one thing. Not saying you can't listen to family, but when it comes to like your life, mm-hmm. your life, man, like you only have one life, man. Yeah. You only have one and life. You can't live it through your mama. Like you, she you can't, can't. And I'm not yeah. and I, like I know what she's saying. Like you're not trying to be rude or anything like that, but it's true. Though. It's hard for her to see it because she ain't never been there. Mm-hmm. Bro, my mom the same way. Every time I was trying to leave mm-hmm. L.A., I mean, every time I was trying to leave the Houston, she hit you with a Tesla offer. She hit me with the Tesla offer. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Nah, if this was Edgar Pants. I would believe him, motherfucker." <laughs> but mama, I know where you come from. I, mama, I know where you come from. <laughs> nah, you know what I'm saying. But my mom, uh, uh, she would have uh, panic attacks. Mm, She'd be like, yeah. "Oh, baby, you can't go. I'm uh, having a panic." I was like, "Mama, I got." <laughs> Baby, oh baby, go get my bag. Go get go my bag. Get my bring... back. Go get my panic bag, bro. It literally started. I left. I left. Fucking. Uh, I left December. Mm-hmm. I left December twenty seventh. Yeah. Two thousand and four. Uh, and I moved to Chicago. Mm-hmm. I moved to Chicago. I didn't tell my mom I was moving to Chicago. Like, like I left. I left. 
And that's when I started like my whole independent. I spent three years in Chicago yeah. by myself. Like, like you literally got to go someplace. And like, yeah. you know, everybody be like, oh, I got to go to like Mecca. Or I got to go to like overseas to like really like, like journey, yeah. you know, and find myself. Bro, get out of get out of your parents' house. Yeah, you know your parents will always be there. You always got like a, a safety net, but sometimes, man, you got to pull that safety net from under you. Mm-hmm. And and you know, and lately, like you know, and some people are operating at seventy percent. Man, if you operate at a hundred percent and no safety net, yo, I I don't know what else to do. Like I yeah. can't I can't go get a nine to five, man. Have you seen my resume? It ain't nothing but writing credits and like <laughs> and like producing credits. Like I'm gonna walk into what hurts in a hurts. Yeah, I hurts. That ain't me. Right. <laughs> like I don't. I'm, about I'm gonna to, go rent some cars. Yeah, I'm gonna go rent some cars. Like yeah, I feel like, you. Nah, fuck that shit, man. Like you really gotta believe. Be like, yo, I don't know what else to do but this. But this. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Just like it's like you cannot take no for an answer. And I ain't gonna lie, man. That shit's hard, man. Because of because even some of your homies be like. Nah, man, you really can't do that. Nah, man, you can't really speak like that. Nah, man, because me, I'll curse a motherfucker out in a dime, man, because I know how hard I work, mm-hmm. and I know that you ain't going to work harder than me. Bro, mm-hmm. I wake up at 7, 7 a.m. in the morning. I ain't on that Mark Wahlberg shit. I ain't got to post that shit, but, bro, I'm up at 7 a.m. in the morning. I work out. Nigga, I'm on that computer writing. I don't know where this next shit is going to go. <laughs> I don't know I don't know where this next shit is going to go, but yeah. somebody going to see this shit. Yeah. I'm working too hard, man. I'm just saying, though, you literally got to outwork motherfuckers. I mean, and I believe that this is, like, the perfect thing for people to hear in January because, like, no, but, I, I mean, like, it's true, though, because <laughs> so much of it is, and I know this for me, right, like, I really want to be in a writer's room, but so much of it, at least beforehand, was me waiting for people, waiting, yeah, yeah. being like, oh, you know, I, I'm going to send my sample, I'm going to wait, or I'm going to do this, where it's like, now, nah, what is the thing that I can control and that I can do? Yeah. And that's what I really like about what you're saying is just, like, there's so much that you're doing that you don't know that you can do that you're not doing because you're sitting and waiting. Because you're sitting and waiting. Yeah, yeah it's like it's like it, I feel like we have everything inside that we need. Mm. Nigga, you funny, bro. Mm-hmm. I seen your shit. I seen you create. Mm-hmm. You funny. I seen you. Nigga, look what y'all just created right yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Y'all created all this shit. Y'all got everything that y'all need right inside of y'all. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking to y'all, but I'm talking to myself. Mm-hmm. I'm right. always talking to myself anytime I'm talking to people. And just patience yeah. And, yeah. and like and like just know that like you are enough. Yeah. You are enough. We are enough. Everybody in this motherfucking room is enough. You feel me? And, I and feel it, that, man. And it's just like, hey, ain't nothing gonna stop. Man, I was calling a uh, uh, fucking Gersh. Bro, I called Gersh. Every day last year. Now, that's so people know Gersh uh, is a talent agency out here in Los Angeles. Yes, it's a very yeah. big talent a, agency. A, yeah. big, a big talent agency. And and it, it was an agent. He was he was a lit agent. Mm-hmm. I rolled up on the nigga. I rolled up on the nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that, dog. I feel you. I feel it, dog. I feel, I feel it. you. Fuck that, man. Like, like shoot. Like, like I mean, like. What'd I, you say when you rolled up on him? I said, hey, man. What's up? I'm Shoney. How you doing? <laughs> He said, listen, listen. He looked at me. He said, are you a comedian? I was like, hell yeah, I'm a comedian. I'm about to make your ass laugh. I said some shit. I'm about to make your ass laugh. (laughs) Nigga, here's a joke. Here's a joke. We got to make this biopic right now, bro. Bro. Because one, 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 he was a white man talking to a sister Uh that was working at the front, you know what I'm saying, doing security. I was like, I already know what type of nigga this is. Uh I I, I usually don't like to call white people niggas, so, you know. (laughs) He was a white man, you know what I'm saying? And, like, I saw him, and I already knew what he was trying to do. I was just like, like, oh, you trying to talk to her? You trying to get the digits? He's like, well, you know, he's like, like, what is your name? I was like, I'm Shoney. I'm Shoney Francis. I was like, like, man, you got a card? 
I was like, I was like, well, what do you do here? He was like, oh, I'm a lit agent. I was like, well, guess what? I'm looking for a literary agent. <laughs> I was like, I was like, turn your airdrop on. Why I airdropped in my my fucking uh, packet? I have my mm-hmm. packet on your phone. On my phone, mm-hmm. I airdropped. And I was like, I just airdropped you my package. I was like, I'll call you Monday. He's like, okay, cool. Called his ass Monday. I was like, hey, are you gonna take a look at my packet? He was like, yeah. And then I didn't hear from him. I just kept calling every day. Like his assistants knew my name. Mm-hmm. His assistants <laughs> knew my name until finally, till finally, uh, fucking November, November thirtieth. They were just like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and pass on your package. I was like, cool. I was like, all right. But no, I did not stop. Yeah. I, need, I need it. Until they tell you no, that's when you stop. Yeah. Until they t- If they be like, well, uh, you know what I'm saying? I was like, no, nah, give me a yes or a no. Yeah. 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 And, you know, and, and I'm not and I'm not trying to be like, like, don't go in there and like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like choke slam a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> don't go in there. No, 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 no. But do your homework. Know who these people are. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Like, like I kept calling so much that I knew his assistant's name. Yeah. So I knew her name. I'd be like, hey, what's up? It's Shoney. Because she's going to be an agent at that company one day. She's right. going to be an agent at the company and she's going to remember me and she's yeah. going to know who I am. She's going to be like, yo, you used to call here all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. Do you remember me? Can I send yeah. you some flowers? Can I? Now, Tony, I'm going to tell you something that's going to blow your mind. Do you know who used to be just like that? Who? Lena Waithe. <laughs> oh shit, the nigga! Next I Lena met Waith. with somebody recently and told me that they told me that Lena Waithe used to call these places every day, and then they said the assistant was so annoyed with her and said, "Please stop calling me." Until Lena Waithe kept calling, then she got on Dear White People. Dear White People led her to get on Aziz's show. Aziz's show got her to Emmy. Then she became who she became. And then she became who she became. But she so she used to show up wow. at parties. She used to call people. She wow. used to be that same type of energy. And you just yeah. said. You trying to be the next Lena Waithe. There you go, bro, my nigga. Bro, there God. you go, my nigga. Mom, I want a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> Mama, you can stop paying my phone bill right now. I want, yeah. I, no, but but yeah, bro, but but we all have that, man. Yeah. And like and like and like anything, like like anything, whatever we do, bro. If you if you're gonna be the best like like janitor mm-hmm. or or custodian, I don't know, whatever the fuck they call it, yo, mm-hmm. be the best. Like yeah. every, everybody can't write a fucking script. Everybody yeah. can't do that. Yeah. This shit is yeah. hard work, man. Like yeah. I'm writing some shit right. Now and I'm like like I have people attached to it right now, but bro, I be I be sitting at the house at 7 a.m. in the morning and I just like I just came from the shit like like I, I put in two hours of work every day every day two hours of work I get high I smoke you know what I'm saying yeah. I get high light my candles my water my yogurt my banana I had, this is this is my second banana. <laughs> I love me some fucking bananas, nigga. If you don't love bananas, nigga, I don't. I, nigga, I oh, hate bananas. No, I'm man. sorry, but bananas man. is good. Potassium. Ah, uh, nigga, yeah, I take man. a potassium pill. Yeah, pot- okay, all right, that's better. <laughs> I'm only in for the for the potassium. But yeah, man. But like, <laughs> this is one of my favorite moments where you just like hearing it and you just like this is like top three for me like guest right oh, now. Yeah, yeah, well, you know what I yeah, mean? Like when you're just hearing it, you just like this is. Cause right now, cause you both you making me laugh, but you're also but saying, you're saying some, some real truth, shit man. that people man. need to hear. I mean, like you, one thing that I'm hearing, <clears throat> what you said about yo, if you're gonna be, uh, I forgot what you already said, but if you're gonna be a, a be the best, a custodian, mm-hmm. like that's my mom. The best advice my mom ever gave me. She was like, yo, do what you do and do what you do best. And she was like, if you're gonna be a grave digger, be the best fucking grave digger. Be the fucking best, uh, yo. And she's like, I don't care what you do, just try to be the best. And I think what you're saying, uh, one of the big things I'm taking away that people can take away from or whatever, is how like preparedness. Mm. Preparedness is such a absolutely one thing that makes me so mad. When and I feel like this is, you know, we live in entertainment spaces, and 
I, it, it grinds me to no fucking end when I hear actors say, for instance, oh, I don't watch commercials. Nigga. I'm like, nigga, you auditioning for commercials every day. What? Oh, why? I don't have a reel. <laughs> I don't have a reel. Or I don't fucking I watch had, TV. Yeah, I haven't had a headshot done in just four like, years. Why? Can, can you, you imagine a basketball player saying, "I don't watch basketball"? I don't. I don't practice my free throws. It it makes no fucking sense to me. It makes no fucking sense to me. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying like, yeah, you got everything that you know and the entertainment, but you got to be ready. You got to be fucking ready, or you got to have the preparedness in you to say, yeah, yeah, "Yeah, I am preparing for my next fucking step." Bro, if if you can't do it for free. Then what makes you think that somebody gonna pay you to do it? If you can't be like, yo, I'm it's already true. ready for the shit. If if somebody says, yo, here's a hundred thousand dollars right mm-hmm. now, what you gonna do? You already know. Well, I already know. Mm-hmm. I already got shit lined up. Yeah. Nigga, I'm coming to hire you, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna hire you. I'm gonna hire everybody in this motherfucking room because I trust y'all. Mm-hmm. I trust y'all to like do work and like and like and and we vibing and 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 I'm on this sense of like. Good things come to those who are prepared. Absolutely. Not waiting. No. No, we ain't got time to wait, man. Mm-hmm. We ain't got to, yo, I am, we, and I truly believe that I am trying to make an impact. Yo, God, you know, I don't, you know, I ain't, you know, God, there is a higher purpose, but like, we can literally change the world, man. I'm telling yeah. you, like, y'all are literally changing the world, speaking to the people. I don't know how many kids listen to this. I don't know how many old niggas like Edgar listen to this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you, don't know how, you don't know how good it feel to be the young nigga in the room, finally. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro, just wait. You can have Woo! some fun later. You know nah, what I'm saying? Go fuck as much nah. as y'all want, baby. You wait till you, you wait till you're in your late 20s, you pop a four hymns, and you have a great time. <laughs> you have a great time. But yeah, but y'all, y'all are literally inspired and we can do this shit man we yeah. can literally change the fucking world i know it's the new year and, and everybody's like feeling good but man there's a fucking vibration yeah. that is that is going on right now it's just yeah. like it's like nigga we got one more year to this nigga's out of office and we start <laughs> and we start now man like That's we true. start yeah. we start now bro there's so much money to get there there are so many minds to like to like to like uh create and craft and mm. and like the things that we are doing man like everything we got is right here inside of us i mean yeah. I, I this kind of reminds me of something that i i think is one of the better advices i've ever gotten in my life it was this filmmaker at my college his name is timothy wolfer and this dude's story is incredible and i'll i'll tell the whole story cuz it's a little long but he uh he wanted to make a documentary about haiti right mm-hmm. and it was like right after the earthquake, whatever year that was. I'm very bad that I don't know what year it is. I think it was the 20, recent one. Yeah, I think it was 2011. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. But um, so there was that earthquake in Haiti, and he put up a Facebook post that said, "You know what? If somebody would pay for me to go to Haiti, I'd go right now." And somebody paid. Someone said, "I can get you two tickets right now." That nigga had the equipment ready. He had his plan ready. He had everything ready. He went. He made a documentary and sold it to Hulu. Wow! Immediately, wow. he was ready. He knew what he wanted to do. It was 2010? Thank you. 2010. Uh, but he, so then he came back to the school, and like when he came back to the school, of course, I went to a very small school, so he was a star when he came back. He was a star in the film department. He gave me this advice. He said, Edgar, have a box ready. And he said, this is what your box is. It's four to five solid scripts and a bunch of ideas that you have ready to go no matter where you go. Mm-hmm. Have a box ready. Because he said, I believe every single person who wants to do entertainment will be called. Very few people are ready. And then I, I listened to him a little bit, and I remember, I'll never forget, my manager, who's my manager now, I did Herald Night, my first night of Herald Night. She saw me, she sent me an email. She said, hey, I really like your stuff. Do you have any stuff? And I sent her 
one script. Mm. Only one. Mm. And then she said, I like this. This is okay. Do you have any other stuff? He was like, I didn't. I didn't listen to Timothy, man. And I sweat, man. I sweat so hard. I like had to like go away for a day and like work on some <laughs> shit and try to put some shit together. Some bullshit that I put together. But I couldn't imagine if I had been like, yo, I'm ready. I have all these things. And it happened because I, and I'm not trying to throw shade at them, but it happened to my boys on Arcade. At one point she said, oh, I like your team. Can they send me their stuff? None of them niggas had a script. Bro. None of them had a script. So she didn't sign any of them because they didn't have anything. And then I was like, Timothy was right, bro. That call comes. It comes. Someone goes, I really like you. I really like your stuff. Like yo, that guy, he said, you funny. Yeah. Do you have something? And you said, nigga, yeah, it's already on your phone. bro. It's already you. on your phone because I have my box. Sean Barkley's his name. Sean, if you hear me, I'm still coming after you. <laughs> <laughs> Because you, you didn't tell me no. Your assistant told me no. I need to hear the no from your ass. Nah. I'm coming after your ass. Nah, but but yeah, but it's just like you have I, to have it ready. You gotta have it ready and you gotta be ready for for just just anything in life, man. You always gotta be ready. As you know, and as far as like 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 being black men here mm -hmm. right now, you always gotta be able to be ready for anything that's thrown your way. Cause, that's right. Cause we gotta be able to pivot. We gotta, you know what I'm saying, hit them with the the fillet, you know mm -hmm, what I'm saying? We mm -hmm. gotta like, we always gotta remix shit. So, but yeah, man, I just so that's how I operate my life yeah. every day, man. Like I'm on the shit, and also it's it's a, it's 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 who you surround yourself with. Absolutely, your that's friends, yeah. your friends will determine your trajectory in your career, bro. Mm. I like like I have literally just like just like reformatted my friends. Not saying that like I ain't fucking with y'all no more. It's just like hey, like I'm going to move into this space like i'm yeah. trying to operate on a higher vibration right. like, let's let's vibe together because it could just be like you know they're just not trying to do what you're trying to do yeah and to spend time around them is yeah. not helping you yeah. yeah right right and and that's okay that they're not trying yeah but you just need to know for yourself I that need i don't need to be in the space right and and yeah. and as a comedian and as somebody who who like i i will fucking die for comedy man like mm -hmm. i hate when comedians apologize for jokes I hate I, I I hate for comedians to backtrack on jokes. I hate I hate to see Instagram models who have comedian in their bio mm -hmm. and ain't a goddamn they ain't hit a stage. They haven't <laughs> they ain't on no improv they ain't in the improv world because I know every motherfucker that's in the improv world. I know especially black. If you black, I know you. I know right. you know yeah. you may not know me, but I'm always like like I'm looking at people like I be hitting people. I be like, yeah, hey man, I like your shit. Like I'm inspired by your shit. I'm inspired by like everything that. Yeah. Like, you know people do and it's just like and, and like you just you just have to be fucking ready and and like and like comedy is the thing that that i love you know and mm -hmm. and, and like i'm gonna keep pushing yeah i'm gonna keep pushing on this shit speaking of this is a good segue yeah i got something to ask you but of course everybody knows what's coming what's coming i'll ask you right now no I'm joking i'll ask you after okay. the break <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back past year i would say that my i think it started not in its start but i think the biggest instance for me where i started getting to the point where i'm like i'm tired of comedians apologizing mm. uh was the Chappelle shit mm -hmm. uh but then as the year goes on my 
understanding of why that apology needed to come also grew and changed and things like that. Uh, but with that said, it see it, it is a lot of apologies going on it's in a, comedy, it's a lot of and like I get it, I get, I get that we we're changing our views on. And not even changing our views, but we're just changing. We're changing. We're changing our views. Yeah, yeah you can say yeah, that. Yeah, uh, we're changing <laughs> our views. So things and and we can't hide behind the well, it's comedy anymore, right? Um, especially when somebody says, "Yeah, I know it's comedy, but it still affects me." Facts, right? Facts. Um, but this Kevin Hart shit, oh, man. as is 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 weird for me because like I see, I see. Obviously, I see the side of people saying, you need to apologize. Because one, a lot of people saying your apology wasn't sincere, mm-hmm. which I agree with. Uh, and when it when he had to, it was made to apologize again for the Oscar shit, him just blatantly saying, I've already apologized for the shit. He didn't, I don't think he got what people were saying. It was like, yeah, I get it. But if you're sorry, like, do you, why does it matter for you to apologize again? Right, right. right. But recently... As well as of this recording, uh, he keeps doing these fucking interviews. He keeps doing fucking interviews, and he just said, like, I'm over it. Like, I'm done talking about it, uh, right. blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. blah. I, yeah, dude, it's weird, man, because, like, I, you know, I, 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 I guess I can see that. Like, if I, if I did something to somebody and I apologized mm-hmm. and I felt I was sincere and you want me to apologize every day, I'm like, all right, man, at a certain point, like, <laughs> yeah. I just got to show you I'm sorry, but I, right. I'm not going to keep verbally saying the words I'm sorry, I guess. On yeah. the flip side, like only he knows if he was sincere or not. Mm-hmm. And I think that is what people are arguing was the sincerity behind if he was truly sorry for of, his, uh, of the things that he said, his yeah, homophobic tweets and shit, yeah. and his I mean, homophobic comedy I think, as well. I think it's a very complex situation in the yeah. game. You know, this is coming from three people outside of the outside of the group. Uh, like you know, like none of us are LGBTQ. But what's interesting to me is the whole Ellen thing. Like that to me seemed real tacky. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why that mm-hmm. happened. Like I get, like I, I I saw this dude on Twitter, you know, who said like, why is Ellen the one who is giving the <laughs> like, why is Ellen the one being like? I, I think I saw that. You know, shit. What I mean? yeah, 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 that nigga who broke it down. He was just like, who is Ellen to be the one being like? Uh, Ellen is a king of gay people. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, like that's so that would be like, you know, if some white woman was like, you know, I I, I accept the apology on behalf of black men, and, 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 uh, and everybody like, oh, hold up, wait a second, like, and that's Ellen Pompeo. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but like that's what's so weird. Uh, so. Like I think that that's kind of why this shit is still around is because the the optics of it is very very weird and like Kevin Hart, I get where he's coming from of being like I don't want to talk about this, but it's also like I think the more comparable situation is if like if you and I were arguing one time, Jaquez, and then at the end of the argument you went, well then I'm sorry then I bet I'm sorry then right. and you walk away for me. For my money, nigga, it ain't done. <laughs> it ain't done, dog. Because you didn't really say I'm sorry. Right. The conversation might have ended that night, but yeah. you didn't really say I'm sorry. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of where people are coming at it from. And for him to kind of decide that it's done feels a little weird because, again, the, the optics on that Ellen DeGeneres thing were 
trash. Mm-hmm. Ellen DeGeneres is not a black gay man, so she's not the one who should be saying you're forgiven. And then her brother came into it too, and was just like, I think it's sincere. I think he should host the Oscars. <laughs> and I was like, nigga, I don't even know who you I are. Who you are. <laughs> I didn't know Ellen DeGeneres had a brother for you to chime but in. But y'all look exactly I, they alike. They do look very similar. <laughs> it's very weird. It's very weird how similar the they look. look exactly alike. <laughs> but so I think that that's kind of where that energy is coming from. And I'm not out here trying to be like Kevin Hart should apologize for jokes, but. You know, uh, 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 I'm always one of like I do believe in reformative justice. I do believe in yeah. growth, but it's a it's a show your work. It's a show your work. It's a, it's a show your work industry. Yeah, and I don't know if this nigga's showing his work. To I, be honest. Here's here's what I think. I, for me, and you can jump in whenever mm-hmm. on this journey. But I, fine. I, listen, comedy has been offending people for a long ass time. Of course, and and I think it's unrealistic for us to think that that's going to change because mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right, right. it's, it's not. What also I think what's changing now is the loudness of which we are saying we are offended by this. And right. I don't think yeah. that's a bad thing. No. Um, I think the thing that is pissing me off with it, I don't want to say pissing me off, but the thing that's bothering me is not the uh, being offended and calling and say, hey, I'm offended. It's the cancel nature of everything. Right. It's yeah. like it's trying. Oh, I'm well, trying to end you. I'm trying to. End, you're canceled I now. That. Yeah. I don't. And like I'm that just shit like, I, you know, like we listen in 2010. Nobody saying that what he said was right. Yeah. Nobody saying that. But it's one of the things that that pisses me off when we go back and watch a movie from the 90s and be like. <laughs> Cancel the motherfuckers since with the, you know, that movie that came out in the 90s. The world was different as fuck then. Yeah. <laughs> like, Bro, have y'all seen fact. Eddie Murphy's uh, Delirious? It's homophobic <laughs> as would shit. It, wouldn't would, last a second in Would society. not last a second. But but Eddie has not come out and been like, yo, it's just like that was the times. And and, and also, too, like like everybody's new thinking. Everybody's, uh, uh, I don't want to use, uh, everybody's new enlightenment. I don't want to yeah. say woke because, you know, woke has been. I hate that word. Yeah, hate everybody's it. new enlightenment. This shit is only like. Like since 2015, yeah. we are just starting to like wake up to be like, okay, hey man, that shit's kind of wrong. Yeah, like yo man, you can't really say that. But yeah. but but Kevin Hart was, uh, he was talking to his boys, you know, in 2009 or it was, it was 2009. He said uh, his tweets. He was talking to his boys, and so at that time he's just like, I'm just talking to my boys. I don't know if I'm gonna make it big. I don't know if I'm gonna be a superstar. I don't know if I'm gonna get this big. I could be like. Uh, I don't know who's 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 a comedian compare, uh, comparable. Uh, Aries Spears. Yeah, Aries Spears can say anything. Nobody right would now, care, and nobody would care about yeah. Aries Spears. Matter of fact, I rolled up on Aries Spears when I first moved <laughs> out here. I was like, "Yo, what's up? I'm new out here. I'm from Houston. Put me on." <laughs> but, but you know, <laughs> I'm rolling up. But but yeah, so uh, <laughs> that's the name of this episode. <laughs> I rolled up on Aries Spears. <laughs> but, but yeah, but like but like he uh he. Uh, like like him apologizing, yes, but uh, uh, the, the apology. I just feel like the skating around the apology. I fucks with Kevin Hart, but the skating around the apology be like, well, I uh, I don't feel like I should be able to uh, yeah. uh, apologize. Mm-hmm. Just like, hey man, I'm sorry for my jokes that I said. Yeah. I am a comedian, but I'm not apologizing for my jokes, but I'm apologizing for the people that I hurt. And that is it. I am like, look, look in the fucking camera, bro. Yeah. Like, like, don't look at Ellen, homie. Yeah. Look at the camera and say, yeah. hey, man, to my black brothers, to my black sisters, like, I'm tired of people skating around, like, yeah. who you are talking to. That's yeah. who you hurt. That's who we talking about is, is the black. It's the black it, people. Because it's a real pain for them, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. It's a, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know, I ain't, uh, 
same thing. Like I'm about to jump into the Golden Goals real quick, but I'm coming back. But like Sandra O, oh, she like this is big for me. This is Sandra O. Oh, say Asian people, say your people, man. Call yeah. your people out, man. Yeah. Like you know, I, it's and, and it's not my place, but like as black people, we would be up there. And I would be up there, and be like, hey man, this is really big for black people from Houston, yeah. from Ham Clark, from where I'm from, from black kids yeah. who's who 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 like who who's a child of domestic violence. Like I am yeah. a pro- I am a product of domestic violence. Like man. My my old man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He used to kick my mom's ass, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's just like I am that child, so I am talking to you when I'm up here on this stage. Yeah. And like you Kev- want that acknowledgement. I want that acknowledgement. You yeah. know, and like Kevin, just give that acknowledgement and then move on. But the fact of like with like the whole social media aspect is like now people can can get into that. I I'm going to cancel you. I have the power because because now it's just like uh you know what I'm saying celebrities need the fans. But it's like now the fans literally can dictate they have of power. how your career is. Absolutely. You could literally, it's just like, hey, the first thing is like, yeah, thank God. But you better thank them motherfucking fans. <laughs> you better thank them motherfucking fans because because like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? When The Rock says the people's champ, mm-hmm. you the people's champ. You don't, you don't need no belt. But it's like, Kevin, you got to really, you know, I, you know I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't trying to talk to the nigga, you know? But it's just like, you really got to look in that camera and just say, hey, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's it. And you know, and yeah, I, I agree with you 100. percent Like, it, it seems like there's a lack of there was a lack of ownership. There's a lack of ownership. ownership. Oh, yeah, yeah. there's a lack. Of, yeah, yeah. yeah, ownership, sincerity. It's a lack of understanding exactly who is more. It it, it, it is more than word. And I think if we're arguing that, yeah, it's more than just the words. Yeah, it, it's more than just the words. I think what. <clears throat> I think what he is saying is, yeah, I, I acknowledge that I hurt people, and I'm sorry. I'm going. I'm changing. That's great. That's fantastic. But I think what in his mind he thinks is just, y'all want me to keep apologizing for these words? I'm yeah, like nah, dude. That's right. not what we're talking. No, about. it's just like, hey, apologize to, uh, or you know, however you want to do it. However you want to say, hey, man, like I fucked up. Just yeah. you know what? Just say I fucked up. Mm-hmm. My bad. Hey, uh, like I like I rock with y'all. And I was talking to my homeboy. I was roasting him. My jokes were like poor, you know. Like I was, I'm, I'm working on my my material and like I'm growing. But but at at the same time, it's it's like you know, um, as as far as the LGBTQ community, you know, they they are on shit all. They are on top of shit yeah. all the time. Absolutely. And and, it's, and 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 it's just like yo, you gotta really know how to like craft your your yeah. your art. Your yeah. writing, your jokes, yeah, and and just say, hey man, I fucked up because because at the same time, us as black people, just being black straight males in here, you mm-hmm. know, uh, we will uh, know like what we say and like if we offend people, you know, we are, we we are gonna if somebody sorry if somebody offends us as black men gonna be like. Nah, motherfucker. Like I ain't, I ain't taking yeah. that shit, bro. So we should mm-hmm. give the same respect back. Yeah, you should, respect give, back. You should give the same respect. I mean, back. you, you said. I mean, you said this before, Edgar, in the past when we talked about this. But it's the, it's the aspect of feeling like the, the, the comedy is punching down. Yeah. Uh, like in comedy, we, we, you know, you, it's an observational profession, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So. You are talking about what you observe, and you're taking the comedy out of things that sometimes are not comedic. Uh, we get that, right? That's mm-hmm. what comedy is uh, in some aspects. And I don't feel like people need to keep apologizing for that. No. What I do feel like, say, for instance, with the the Louis C.K. shit, uh, is a punching down in comedy. 
and, and that and that's what that felt like. You know what I'm saying? And and it feels well. One, we we all know he's in a bitter place right now. Yeah. Uh, but there's a difference between an observation and like, oh, I'm doing this because I specifically want to. I specifically want to offend right. yeah. a yeah, certain yeah, group yeah. of people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't care if it's com- it's in a name of comedy, but I'm a, I'm doing it to offend you. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's different to me, at least. I, yes. This is my opinion. 100%. That's different than get out of comedy. I'm, if you're right. Doing that. Right. You're exactly. Like, get get out, out of comedy, man. Yeah. But that's different than like. Yo, I'm I'm trying to make jokes and observing things that I see through my eyes. And if it offends somebody, that wasn't my intention. I still apologize, whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, it's 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 very it's a weird thing. I feel like where yeah, I I, I we pick and ch- I think it's I think it's a pick and choose yeah, type thing. Yeah, I think I I like to call people ugly. I like to be like, man, you ugly, you know. But <laughs> I just like, but but I'm not saying their face is ugly. I'm mm. talking about inside. Like like if yeah. I just see, I be like, man, you ugly. They ain't, they could be the most beautiful person in the world. But it's like it's like I'm not trying to offend. And where and where Louis C.K. It's a very interesting thing that's happening with like Louis C.K. It's just like we see that little that that white male like mm-hmm. bravado mm-hmm. privilege walking around where like he's he's still treading on the things and like like shit keeps coming back on him just like the whole Chris Rock and Ricky Gervais and Jerry Seinfeld yeah when, that video came uh, out when, when he was saying nigga and going back to apologies like nigga Chris Rock you need to apologize to us nigga for letting that for letting him say that I don't care bro I don't care how good of friends I am with a white person if you say nigga, mm-hmm. we will never be friends a day in our life. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? And not only was he saying nigga, he was saying with the hard ER mm-hmm. to that nigga's face. Because I'm a nigger. Come that, he said You it. saying that offends me. Like, yeah. <laughs> you say, he said it. You saying with the hard ER. I'm just like, yeah. and then and then uh f- f- fucking and Jerry Seinfeld just sitting there. But it's like but it's like if you are in in comedy to like offend people man get out of comedy yeah. and 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 if you are writing and if you are using your comedy to 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 uh put the kung fu mm-hmm. like on the matrix like the matrix is a is a fucking bomb ass story but they hit it with the kung fu because it would be a boring ass movie if it wasn't no kung fu and i feel like that's what comedy is for me yeah. Com- comedy for me is the matrix it's just like like i'm gonna give you all this shit but i'm gonna hide it behind a joke I'm right. hiding, it and there's and like a message to it. There's something a, to be learned, but I'm hiding it behind. This I'm joke. hiding yeah. behind. I'm hiding it behind the joke, and it's just like I'm coming uh, from a place of like love, right? yeah. And that's always my intent. And I feel like if you're writing, you're a comedian, and like coming from a place where uh, you know, going back to Kevin Hart is just like you always got to remember, come from a place of love with it, and then you'll think about it. You'll you'll you rewrote your joke different. Yeah. yeah, you could say the same thing. But it's it's also too, and this thought just popped in my head, so we can. We could talk about this, but it's also too, especially well, growing up. And I know roasting is a big thing, and in a lot of cultures, but it's yeah. a big thing in the black community, especially growing up. When we yeah. grew up in middle school, grade school, where roasting was culture, like, Ro- and and then even in our comedy with D.L. Hewley and Martin Lawrence mm-hmm. and all them niggas from Def Comedy Jam and all that shit in the nineties, where roasting motherfuckers roasting, yeah. and, and and being like oh i'm about to roast you uh, but, i'm good i'm getting to the core to because but but and they're I know your it's boys different, but they're, but they're your, your boys and you know boys. that they have your best intention right and i think what well the LGBT, i mean for like the dl hewley and like martin like how they were roast but it was a different type of but thing that's their boys like you know what i'm saying right and then like even when they were roasting people in the audience that audience member 
paid to go see them. And there's right. a contract where it's just like, you're joking. I understand right, right, right. that you're joking. You're not in my life. I think, though, that what these people are saying is, you're not my boy. You no, ain't never shown me that you're I'm not comparing community. the two. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, saying like, no, no, no. I'm not comparing the two. You ain't what even I, showing me that you're the community's boy. Right. What mm-hmm. I'm saying is, I feel like because of that, there are there is a callus with a lot of black comedians where you grow up with this instance where you feel like, oh, I can just talk shit about anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of them don't leave. A lot of them impl- implore that that point of view into a lot of wrong parts of right, like, right. their because, comedy. Because, because one, it's just like, I can talk shit about anybody because I'm about to go out into this world and this world is going to talk shit about me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or just like the way I look, somebody walking on the other side of the street because I got on a hoodie or because I'm black. Somebody, you know what I'm saying, getting in the in, in, in the motherfucking elevator and like sliding over to the left. Mm-hmm. Me being at a, at IKEA and and you know what I'm saying, and a, and, a, and a little Asian lady not coming to to use the coffee machine and me looking at her and being like, "Are you going to use?" It? No, 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 no. I don't want to. And then I go back and then she leaves and comes back and uses the coffee machine. I'm like, and I walked up to him like, "Yo, I see you doing that shit. You're wrong." Mm. don't do that shit to everybody else. You know what I'm saying? She's like, I'm not. I was like, I saw you. I know what it is. But it's just like- It roasting, builds a defensiveness. It builds a defensiveness. So yeah. so, so roasting to 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 us and to, and to black people is a way to say, I love you. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to call out your like insecurities. Sure. But it's just like, but it has to be used in the way because you know we can't always talk shit on everybody. And, and I'm learning that too. It's just like, yeah. I have a big group of friends, you know, with, with like white boys in and- we start roasting them and they like, uh, I don't know how to do, why would you talk about my mom like yeah. that? Why would you say, just like, yo, that's how I show love. But they don't speak that language. But they, they don't, don't speak, speak that language. language. And, yeah. and, and, and that language now in, in this, in this new era of comedy, where like now roasting, like, like black comedians are, are very popular and, and what we're bringing, uh, like this roasting aspect, which now Jeff Ross is like the master roaster. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm like Jeff Ross, uh, Get you some real niggas on on that motherfucking dais, and you gonna yeah. see like like Snoop is one of the best roasters ever. Like he he ain't got no script. He just go up in there and just fire on everybody, yeah. and and it's just like that that roasting element is just trying to say, hey, I love you, but but this is I'm showing my way through like, in my love through like roasting. But sometimes it backfires, and you'd be like, "My bad, I ain't mean to like, mm-hmm. you know." Yeah, I, I I just think it's just like you know, I agree with you guys. I definitely think that they're bringing that vibe, and they're not necessarily thinking about their audience. But I do think that it has to be smarter, like and like, uh, we do that love language that. quiz, right? Where mm-hmm. we know that your love language is gifts, but if you out here doing gifts, doing gifts, doing gifts, doing gifts, and it's not receiving well with the person, and you keep doing it then it don't matter that that's just your love language. You're ignoring that that other person doesn't receive it that way. Mm-hmm. And then that's where it becomes dangerous. And I think that that's kind of like, you know, yeah, jokes are jokes, but people are also people. And right. yeah. I think that we yeah. have to understand that that shit is powerful. And here's what the Kevin Hart thing says to me is the replies. And it's the replies from people being like, but I don't see what the problem is, though. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, like, that's what's scary to me, and that's why I think he has a hard time understanding, is that he doesn't understand that there are people who are looking at that joke and justifying their behavior based off of that joke. Mm. You got to look at the replies. And yeah. it's something that I do to a problematic amount where I'll, I'll be going scrolling through the replies on shit for too long. <laughs> but I look at the replies, and I see people on there being like, shit, I do the same to my son, though, too. I don't see what the problem is. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do that to my son. Of course he came home with, a, with another boy. I beat the shit out of him. Yeah. And Kevin Hart doesn't understand that, yeah, it's a joke, but... 
that violence behind it is real for somebody. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it is real. Right. Because they because they are hearing that and and that's why it's funny to them. Because they agree with it. They agree with it. Yeah. They yeah. laugh at yeah. me like, hell yeah, I would. <laughs> hey. Yeah. But then yeah. to that but then to that young black man who, you know, was bullied his whole life, who was called faggot his whole life, who had all this shit happen to him his whole life, he's like I'm not riding with that. That's no, not. That's not. Because uh, shit is that's real. not comedy. That's yeah. real to me. Yeah. That's yeah. what I go back home to. That's who my father is. And, that's who my and, uncle is. And, and and it's like and it's like where were you, Kevin Hart, when I was mm-hmm. going through that shit? Because I know what you went through being short. Yeah. And everybody calling you short. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm short too. I I get all the short jokes. It's funny to me, but I've been able to like take that. But it's just like, hey, at that time when people was throwing me in trash cans because I was touching on other boys or 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 I want to experience my sexuality with with other boys my age. It's yeah. like I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I don't know what's going on, but now I'm getting beat up for something that like you're doing to like uh you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This person is just like I don't understand that. And so yeah. it's just like where were you? Like it's a it, it is a lot of hurt, you know, especially man being black, being gay, uh coming up in like our world of of, of being a black man where we cannot cry. We, mm-hmm. we we always have to be a provider. We always have to be strong because not only do we have to support our community, we got to support our moms, our wives, our kids, and mm-hmm. just like our overall, just like like who we are as like a fucking man, bro. Man, I, I at least cry once a month, man. <laughs> like straight <laughs> up, like just yeah. man, the fucking pressure, man. I feel that fucking pressure Absolutely. of just of just like and, and everything. I feel right now is going right in my life, and I'm keep pushing. But that pressure of being black now, 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 just imagine me being gay Absolutely. and a black man. Then I'm still trying to be like, yo, I'm still trying to figure this shit out, man. And then to have it be made fun of, and then having to be made fun of, man. Yeah. So like, you know, and and like and like, granted, I'm 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 not gonna be like, hey, I'm 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 uh, I'm I'm gonna be the grand marshal in the, in the gay pride parade. But it's just like I know what the fuck. I don't know what the fuck y'all going through, but but we have a racial loyalty to each other as black men, Absolutely. as black people to be like, I know some of what you are going through. And I'm going to respect and, that. And yeah. I'm going to respect that. And please inform me of what it's like being young, black, and gay, or being old, black, and gay, and still being, let me know Absolutely. so I can also preach the gospel for you. I mean, the way I think about it is, how would I feel this white-ass comedian came on stage <laughs> and was just like, you know, it's hard being a nigga. Like, I would... <laughs> Whether it was a good joke or not, I would still be like, nah, that's not for you to tell. And and I think that that's what they're coming from with this whole Kevin Hart thing. Yeah. And like, you know, Nick Cannon, I understand what she was trying to do, but like when he brought up like Amy Schumer and Sarah Silverman, he's just like, what about these jokes? Why are you okay with these jokes? And then this gay comedian broke it up. He's just like, I've seen the work that they've done for gay people. Mm. I mean, I like some of these jokes, but at least I can look at Sarah Silverman and say, I know the proof in that she cares about LGBTQ people because in her show, she had two characters that she made gay and made them as yeah. normal and as yeah. regular as possible. Yeah. She has always been outspoken. Like, I see the proof, but Kevin Hart, for you, yeah. I ain't seen nothing yet. Yo, I got mm-hmm. gay homies who be like, man, that nigga's gay. And I'd be like, you said that? He was like, yeah, like, but but it's like, it's they're starting the conversation. Absolutely. I'm not starting to be like, that nigga's gay. They'd nah. be like, nah, that nigga's gay. What you think about him? I was like, oh, he cool. Yeah. That nigga gay. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. they're starting the conversation. Absolutely. Because like, okay, it's not your conversation to start. It's, it's not my conversation to start. And I think as well, too, it's just like, you know, I think uh, with like, as far as like branding of like who we are as people, as we move into our more of like creative brands, like you got to be the whole, you got to be the whole pecan pie. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to have like like if if you got a movie, you got to have somebody that's like maybe mentally disabled uh, playing a character. Like don't yeah. go get somebody who is handicapped. Get but a be real, open to it. Yeah. Be open to it. Have, yeah. have them audition. Like like yeah. like surround yourself around you know people that's from the LGBT community to to inform you of like hey what's going on hey man like yo read this joke you know so you think you know saying people will be offended by this you know yeah. like I write I feel like I write well for women I feel like I write a lot of good content for women but I get my girl to read it I'm around a lot of black women like I'm at least around like six seven eight Ten black women in, in like uh, a day, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because because my girl she hangs around like a lot of women. I'm I'm just like baby, let me sit in these conversations with you. Mm -hmm. So I'm hearing the way that they're speaking. Mm -hmm. I'm hearing how they're talking. I'm hearing how they're like uplifting each other. Like I'm really seeing where like black girl magic is. Yeah, is, is come. You know what I'm saying? Because don't it make you mad when you watch some shit and you see two niggas talking? You go. That ain't that ain't how I that talk. ain't how we talk. Yeah. This is somebody else wrote this, and this is not us. This is not us. Yeah, yeah, it's the same. So I'm just like, baby, let me in on those conversations. So it's just like the same way with like you know, all, you know, with the uh, LGBT community. It's like, yo, as 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 well, you know me. Like I don't know everything. It's just like, but let me in on those conversations. Like mm. let me. I just want to hear. I just want to hear. I'm I'm not gonna put my my uh, my uh, black. Uh, I don't know, you know how people be my black agenda in it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But but the one thing besides uh, you know, uh we all have in common is like we're all black. We all will come from the same, you know, place with his racial loyalty. Yeah. Which, I like is, that a lot. which is not which is not my joke, which is Tony, Sarah, uh, I forgot he's on Netflix. Uh he's he's a white guy. Uh I don't know, but he has but he has really like like a, a good joke where he's just like the difference between white people and black people is black people have racial loyalty towards each other. Cause we can see a nigga having a fight on the street and we'd be like, you know what? I think I should go involve myself in that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like 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 a white guy would be like, he deserves it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm gonna go walk away. So yeah, man. That's very true. That's true, man. That's what's up, man. Good conversation. Hell yeah. Wow. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Wow. I'm great. gonna uh, I'm gonna transition this yeah. real quick. We're about to get out of here, but I gotta ask you the what you rather for the month. What would I rather? I'm gonna ask you the what you rather for the month. Okay, okay. Let's do it. It's time for the what you rather. Here we go. Would you rather be fluent in all languages and never be able to travel, or be able to travel anywhere for a whole year, but never be able to learn a word of a different language? Oh, I'm traveling for a year. Yeah, and not and not learn a, a word of language. Just like I, 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 I really enjoy being being like like I really enjoy like other people's like culture. I really mm. enjoy learning it and just but being authentically me because mm. you know, um, uh, like America is a great place and and I've always wanted to go to like Paris and it's just like I just want to be in the culture and it's okay to feel I don't know. I do not know, and, yeah. and and I like being uncomfortable. Yeah. I like being like, I don't know what's going on. Inform me. <laughs> yeah. So you'd rather go out there and challenge yourself and challenge myself. I love. I yeah. live for the challenge. Come on, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm all about this independent spirit. Like I live yeah. for the challenge. Honestly, whenever people do travel, that's what we do. Yeah. Unless yeah. you're gonna be there for months and shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, like my brother go went to Japan last year, and he was on. He was going for like five days or some shit or a week, something like that. Too short. Uh, it was yeah, it was very short, but like for like three four months before he was like reading like Japanese uh, like language books and trying to do translation. And I'm like, I mean that's cool. I'm mm -hmm. not knocking it, 
And also, like, nigga, you gonna be out there for a week, man. Just <laughs> like, <laughs> just go be- have a fucking vacation. Man. <laughs> like, I get it. You want to be able to talk to people, but yeah. like, Bro, I I enjoy uh, seeing people who aren't from here, who don't speak, you know, uh, you know, saying the language and being like, hey, you're not from here, right? And they was like, no, I don't know. I'm just like, w- do you need help? I remember yeah. one time uh, I was I was uh, at the job and I was working and. Uh, it was uh, I don't know where they were from, uh, and they couldn't find their their uh, hostel, and and I was just I was like, hey, you need some help, and they didn't speak uh, English. I was like, where are you from? Japan. They're, they're from Japan. So I pulled up Google Translate on my phone, and they were looking for their uh, hostel, and I was just like, oh, your hostel's right here. Here you go. Like I enjoy helping people, and, and I would think that that the love that I put out there to people. So when I go to another country, I'm going to reciprocate that in some way because my aura is saying that like, I'm willing to help you and look at, you know, I I would imagine that, or I would hope or that I feel that, that people would take care of me because, you know, besides being black, besides being uh, Asian, white, whatever, you know, there's there's one race and you know, it's, it's the human race, Yeah, you know? And, and it's just like, but we all feel these things. It's just like at the end of the day, bro, I'm a motherfucking human. Yeah. You know, then then I'm all these these other things. It's just like I want to just like take care of people. I when I want people to like take, take care, care of me you. as yeah. well, you know? I would like that. I mean, that would be a dope experience to go to another country and then like yeah, just be immersed in it versus having that intellectual understanding of it from the outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, I mean, I speak three languages already. I speak job I speak black and I speak nigga. Oh my that's, god, that's, 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 what that's all you need, nigga. That's, that's all, all you need. That's all I need. Shorty, you've been that's giving nothing but quotables this whole episode. <laughs> I speak three languages. Job. Uh, we'll speak this language, man. Can you talk about the? I mean, what people? I know this. Uh, you know, you just getting distribution and shit. Yeah. But like, what should, what should people look for, man? What's yeah. what's going on down the pipeline? Where can people for you? find you and all that. Good uh, stuff? Oh, okay. Because uh, I was listening to you guys' uh, show uh, with Sunday, and I didn't think you guys did shout outs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, no shout outs. Yeah, yeah. I ain't got no shout. Uh, mm-hmm. Basically, yo, find me, find me on Twitter. Uh, Instagram, Shoney, C-H-O-N-I, Francis. Uh, the movie uh, should be uh, coming out in June. Can you uh, say the and, name of it? And, yeah. Oh, sorry. It's Addicted to You. Mm-hmm. Addicted to You is is the movie. Uh, me and three other my partners uh, wrote it. Um, hey, I'm a business owner. Owning, doing, doing an independent movie, you also will become a business owner because we are LLC. So... We employ people like I actually employed people. Mm-hmm. So, so like it's a very great journey. Like if you are any aspiring movie uh, uh, person and, and you want to make films, you got to make your own film, even if it's like a 10 minute short. Uh, so that's so addicted to you. Uh, Black in the office. Uh, they're going to announce that also, too, in May as well. Uh, mm-hmm. No, uh, March at the end of March. Uh, and in July, I am working uh, my solo show. I'm working. Hey. I'm working on my solo show. Uh, so it's called uh, "Am I My Brother's Keeper?" Um, it's all about just uh, my brother is 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 in the system, man. He's in the system. He's doing 70 years. If you don't know what in the system is? He's in jail. Mm. He he's in jail, and just uh, how that has affected how that uh, not being in jail, but being on the outside, and how that has literally torn my family apart. Mm. And just like you know how I am, the way that I operate, just like I got this like. Yo, today could be my last day, and mm-hmm. how and how selfish am I going to be to sit on my ass with these talents while my brother is locked up mm. twenty three hours of the day, bro? And I don't care how hard of a man you are, how hard of a person that you are, man. But when you, you know, see your brother 
and you go in there and you see him a visitation's rights and you can talk to your brother for a whole hour but when they say you got five minutes bro that does something to you you just be like you know i want more time you mm. know I want mm. more time. I ain't trying to get emotional, you know what I'm no, saying? Yeah. But 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 it's definitely gonna be a funny show. It's definitely gonna be like dope, and I'm just really just trying to like come from like a real place and just talk about the system. It was just like how it can literally destroy a family, even on the outside. Just so yeah, but it's gonna. I'm but I'm, Fuck I'm yeah, dude. I'm looking yeah, forward to that. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that too. We'll have you on the show before then. So you oh can, man, thank you. So you yeah. can get yeah. more people to come out and watch it. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. And I just want to say thank you so much for oh, for bro. having me on here, you Hell guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys are doing great, man. Like I, I, I truly do love y'all. I truly have seen y'all come through the community and like grow up, man. Like, <laughs> like, like I mean, we we all have like grown up. And when I say the community, the comedy community, the the, the improv community, because our our improv community is different from the stand up community. Like, yeah. I love going to the comedy store and just like hanging out with like the comedians. But seeing y'all, like everybody's like everybody's flourishing. Everybody's like glowing up and uh, man i just wanted to say that like you know as like uh, a brother you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying as mm -hmm. a black man as, as a brother to y'all i'm really proud of y'all man oh, and, 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 and i never because you know i know we're at the at, at like you know ucb and we see each other we dab each other say a few bits and jokes but i'm really proud of y'all thank, oh, thank you thank you yes. yeah man i love y'all man it. i love so, you too bro, bro. Yeah, bro. appreciate that appreciate that, that. yeah but we hate everybody who listens. <laughs> Unless y'all love y'all too. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're Edgar's mom and dad gonna buy me a Tesla. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Holla, 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 at holla at me. Yo, guys, it's been a pleasure. Been a pleasure, guys. If you want some fresh gear. Uh, mostly designed by Jaquise Neal, because, again, I put zero effort into this show. Uh, please go ahead on tpublic.com slash culturekings. Check out our dope, dope, dope merch. Uh, you can follow Jaquise Neal at Jaquise Neal on all social media. At Alpha Graham on the gram. At Edgar Montblazier on Twitter. Uh, that's it? That's it. That's it, y'all. Yo. I forgot we said we was going to do deep cuts again. All right. So let's. I don't have one. Do you have one? I, don't I can. Have I one. can. I can. I'll choose one. I'll choose one for your asses. What was gonna be the last deep cut I was gonna do? I got right, one. I got you. Got one. I mean, I got one. I got do one. it. Uh, you guys may be familiar with this song uh, because you heard uh, Kanye West uh, sample it and lift yourself. But the actual song is pretty pretty fucking dope. I've been listening to it nonstop. It's from Amnesty, and it is Liberty. Enjoy your deep cut of this episode. It isn't hard to see The hang-ups we have today Let's get it on.